Hey everyone, you are listening to Siddharth Shah. On this podcast, I talk to you about success, mind power, personal and professional development and growth, and a lot more things to help you tap your infinite potential. The episode begins. Lead the field, session six, seed for achievement. It is our intention that each of these audio messages be built upon a major principle. one of the great ideas that automatically produces the results we seek in this message let's talk about a principle that never fails adherence to this principle gives quality and richness to life it also produces a peace of mind that never wavers the principle is integrity like other great principles integrity gets a lot of lip service but it's seldom a true way of life how people love and value a person of integrity integrity in everything he does in all his relationships with others in what he says in his work when they hear the word integrity people often conjure upon a person of stern and sober visage who walks the straight and narrow that's not the kind of integrity i'm talking about i'm talking about integrity with a sense of humor integrity with understanding integrity with kindness and gentleness but integrity all the same never expediency never saying well everybody is doing it i guess it won't hurt if i do it too but it does hurt if it's wrong and we know it's wrong it does hurt the seed for achievement is integrity integrity means honesty and the truth perhaps it was best put by shakespeare in a famous line in hamlet polonius says and this above all to thine own self be true and it must follow as the night the day thou canst not then be false to any man if we are true to ourselves we cannot be false to anyone else if our word to live by is integrity we have what we need in a pinch our sleep is untroubled and we are respected wherever we go during the korean war the chinese communists overran an american position and captured an american general he was subjected to weeks of the worst kind of treatment brainwashing and questioning he never gave in finally he was told that unless he answered their questions he would be executed the following morning that night he wrote a letter to his wife at the end of the letter he said tell johnny the word is integrity as it turned out he was not executed and he was later repatriated to american forces but thinking he was going to die he told his son that the word is integrity integrity means to try as best we can to know ourselves to examine ourselves as socrates advised and to make a true assessment of ourselves an inventory of our abilities our talents our goals Not long ago I received a letter from Scott D Palmer in which he said I came across some advice about happiness from my mentor Dr Brian Blanchard that I published in my newsletter some time back Blanchard is one of the greatest men of our century even though few people have heard of him he celebrated his 93rd birthday last year with the publication of his latest book Four Reasonable Men a biographical book on Marcus Aurelius Joseph Ernest Renan John Stuart Mill and Henry Sidgwick appropriately for blanchard the key virtue that leads to all the others is reasonableness brand blanchard is sterling professor emeritus of philosophy at yale university on the subject of happiness he wrote one it is important to happiness not to think too much about it the person who continually asks himself if he is happy is apt to miss his end for happiness is as aristotle thought a byproduct of healthful and successful activity Bertrand Russell who wrote The Conquest of Happiness 
remarked that scientists are generally happier than artists since they are commonly lost in objective tasks and not examining their own navels. What is important is to find out what one can do best, generally also the line most useful to others and then to do it with all one's might. Happiness will come unsought. If one seeks it directly, one will be like the discontented, rich old ladies who want Miami hotels. Number two, the main principle of my ethics is to act as to make the world as much better as possible. I have not lived up to it. No one has. There, I disagree with Dr. Blanchard. He has made the world better and so have many others. But trying to live up to it involves constantly looking forward to the consequences of one's actions choosing those that are likely to be fruitful and inhibiting action from impulse. Many people think, of course, that acting on impulse is a requirement of happiness. And I agree that impulse must be there, the stronger the better, provided it is under control. But seeking happiness directly by blindly following one's impulses is too likely to end in hippidum, drugs and the gutter. And the distinguished Yale professor wrote, The most important thing I have learned is the necessity of reasonableness. The person who has the least to regret, who does most for this community, whose judgment carries the most weight and is the most trusted, is the person who is steadfastly and on principle reasonable. I don't mean the intellectual who is often an impractical bore. I mean the person who, in matters of belief and matters of action, takes as his principle, adjust your belief or decision to the evidence. He completed his small essay on happiness by writing, There is no one meaning of life. No two lives have the same value. The richness of a life depends not on the amount of happiness it achieves, but on finding out who one is, that is, about one's unique combination of powers, and then discovering through experiment and reflection what course of life will fulfill those powers most completely. You will never get better advice. I agree with Scott Palmer and Brand Blanchard, Sterling Professor Emeritus of Philosophy at Yale University in his 93 years. Most of them devoted to study and teaching and observing the human species knows what he is talking about. And to me, reasonableness is another word for integrity. Integrity to truth, to the evidence, no matter where it leads. And I especially like this comment. The richness of a life depends not on the amount of happiness it achieves, but on finding out who one is, that is, about one's unique combination of powers, and then discovering through experiment and reflection what course of life will fulfill those powers most completely. What are your powers? There is something, probably several things, that you can do especially well and that you most enjoy doing and that will automatically provide the greatest service to others. Are you ready to discover through experiment and reflection what course of life will fulfill those powers most completely? That's being true to yourself. That's integrity. That's reasonableness. As a radio listener wrote to me one day, there is little we cannot accomplish as persons if we manage the conquest of inner space. Being truthful with ourselves means taking the responsibility of making the best use of what we have. And what do we have? We have our underutilized minds our abilities, our talents and time. These are our possessions. This is really an immense amount of wealth that belongs to each of us. And it's the investment of our wealth that will determine our rate of return. Our mind, our abilities, our talents and time. No one can take those away from us. We take them with us wherever we go and they represent our true wealth. That's what makes the human being autonomous. Although most people don't know it. They remind me of the horse or elephant that meekly does what it is told or directed to do. It is completely unaware of its own strength. 
It doesn't know how easily it could do what it wants to do. And millions of miraculous human creatures live in tiny prisons of their own fashioning, completely unaware of their powers to be free, to do what they would most love to do, and in so doing, to reap a harvest beyond their wildest imaginations. They are slaves to their ignorance and follow each other around and around like so many processionary caterpillars. How have they invested their wealth, their minds, their abilities, their talents and their time? They are not even aware of it. As with the ownership of wealth of any kind, it's left to us to decide what use we'll make of it. We can squander it until it's gone, spend it in a helter-skelter, hit or miss fashion, without much purpose or meaning. Or we can invest it with intelligence and purpose and receive an abundant return, a return that will more than provide for our families all the years of our lives. The choice is ours and here is where integrity comes into the picture. We are the only ones from whom we can steal time, talent, ability and the use of our minds. Integrity entails making the best of use of what we have, what we are, in the time that has been granted us. Sounds simple? The truth is always simple and uncomplicated. As soon as we are properly investing our true wealth, we place ourselves above competition. We are no longer competing, we are creating. We are understanding something that the great majority of people have never known. Here is the foundation upon which every great career has been built in every field. So invest in that yellow legal pad and a few ballpoint pens and in your own best quiet time, start jotting notes on how to make the best use of what you have. Here are some givens in the success department. Success has nothing at all to do with the size of the brain. The largest brain on record was the brain of an idiot. The smallest brain, the brain of Anatole France, who won the Nobel Prize in Literature in 1921. Some of the world's greatest people in every field are or were short, bald and fat, some tall and skinny, some were brilliantly educated, some had little or no schooling. The person destined for greatness is the person who decides for himself to play his strongest suit. But truly successful people all have one thing in common. They all follow consciously or unconsciously the law of cause and effect. They are true to themselves. Although most people will give lip service to the principle of integrity, they are really not at all sure about it. With the great majority, it's often a matter of expediency. If it's expedient to be honest, fine, they are honest. If it's more expedient to realize a quick profit in some way by not disclosing the whole truth or by shading it a bit, well, they shade it a bit. They tend to live for short term or even instant gratification. They don't see succeeding as a long range program. They don't know about what I like to call the unfailing boomerang. Every time a person does something dishonest, whether it's small or large, whether it's stealing a pair of pliers from the plant or embezzling $10,000, he's throwing the boomerang. It's the same with small dishonesties with manipulating the truth. How far the boomerang will travel, no one can tell. Or how great or small a circle it will traverse, only time will tell. But it will eventually, inevitably, come around full circle and deliver its never-failing and painful blow. Honesty, unfailing integrity is good business. In fact, Menebu wrote that if honesty did not exist, we would have to invent it as the best means of getting rich. It's absolutely true and all we have to do under every circumstance is ask ourselves, is this true? Is this honest? Is this the best I can do? And if it is, we can go ahead with the happy realization that we have put in motion the right cause and know that the effect will take care of itself. 
Our only hope of real success, of winning the hearts and minds of the people we serve, is in helping them in some way and thus improving their standard of living. But if we are content to give less than our best, we are actually working against ourselves. The average working person in our society is paid for about 40 hours a week. This leaves 128 hours a week to do as he pleases. Never before in the history of humankind have we had so much free time. That's 128 hours a week, more than three times as much time as we spend on the job. How much is all that time worth? We need our sleep and we want our leisure time, of course, time to relax, take it easy and recharge our batteries. But do we need 128 hours for that? Our greatest enemy has never changed. Its name is ignorance. And the greatest ignorance of all is the mistaken belief that we can ever receive more than we truly earn. Sooner or later, there will be an accounting. Every day for good or bad, we are throwing the boomerang. And just as the punishment always seems to be greater than the offense, the rewards are also out of all proportion to our honest efforts. So let's summarize. What do we mean by integrity? It means giving everything we do our very best. It means being true to ourselves and to every person with whom we come in contact. This gives meaning and comfort to our leisure time. Our rest has been earned. We know we move ahead towards our goal simply because we become remarkable people. We cannot go unnoticed. The person of integrity is always needed in every undertaking. It means the willingness to keep an open mind, to look for truth wherever it leads all the years of our lives, to check things out for ourselves, to weigh what others tell us and to make our own judgments. It's knowing that there is always a better way to do everything and then a better way still to do that. It's looking for that better way in everything we do. It's realizing that the person who does not read is no better off than the person who cannot read and that a person who does not continue to learn and grow as a person is no better off than one who cannot. We must walk with integrity every day of our lives if we are to reap the abundant harvest of all the years of our lives. It's realizing that the greatest joy of a human being can experience is a joy of accomplishment. Remember to think of your life as a plot of rich soil waiting to be seeded. It can return to you only that which you sow. And what do you have to sow? You have great wealth. You have a mind. You can think. You have many abilities. You have talents that you still may not have explored. And you have time which cannot be saved, stopped or held back for a second. Make full use of these riches. It's never too late. Use truth as your guide, have integrity as your banner and your plot of ground will return to you and yours an abundance that will amaze and delight you. And if you have days in which you find yourself depressed or confused, remember this comment by Dean Briggs. Do your work, not just your work and no more, but a little more for the lavishing sake, that little more which is worth all the rest. And if you suffer as you must, and if you doubt as you must, do your work. Put your heart into it and the sky will clear. Then out of your very doubt and suffering will be born the supreme joy of life. Thank you. Exercises Write your answers in the space provided below. Number 1. Reflect on your typical day. Can you spot an area where you are throwing an unfailing boomerang where for example you are cutting corners you should not cut or doing something you should not do? Integrity, the seed for achievement, is a deeply personal subject. Although space is provided for notes under this question, you may not want to write down a response. You may want to simply think it out and make a mental commitment to take any corrective action that may be called for. Number two, do you always look for the truth wherever it leads? 
Do you check things out for yourself? Weigh what others tell you and make your own judgments? Number three, write down a task that you consider difficult and or unpleasant. Resolve to do it to the best of your ability just for the joy of accomplishment. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review. Thank you.